Welcome to the International News Service. We're your hosts. I'm Kevin Harrison, along with... I'm Brian Camp. I'm Mike Weeby. And this week, we have a special humor correspondent. Uh-huh. Ladies and gentlemen, Shane Torres. Uh-oh. Pleasure to be here on the Daily Show podcast. Hey, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, we're, we're a hard-hitting international <laughs> news source. Um, you're kind of going to be our... We're, we're, we'll, we'll do a little bit of us being our... We're all three... Like a really well hung Terry Gross is talking to you. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I'm gonna add that to my Bumble profile. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like a well hung Terry Gross, just to see the kind of shit I get. Now, Shane, you are you are as we as Mike established. This is an international, so there's probably whole audiences. We have a lot of Panamanians, uh, a lot of French, a lot of Danes. Uh, a French contingent. Oh, 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 oh. I'll do the whole thing at the end of this. So yeah, that's, 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 that would be as is tradition. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'll be your, your weekly Van Halen. Halen song. That's right. And you are currently, I believe, in New York. Is that correct? Yes, I am. Yeah, I'm in Brooklyn. Yeah, uh, Brooklyn. Yeah, Brooklyn. Very good. And, and are if you... you can make it there, you're able to make it anywhere. It is. Um, well, I did make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know about anywhere, but if this is the hardest. Everything else is easy. They got you have like a they just let you in at FEO Schwartz anytime you want. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I let my I let myself in. What's that big piano like? I said, I said, cut me oh, a yeah. giant key. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to INS, the International News Service, your source for the most important weird news from across the globe, with news analyst Kevin Harrison, actor, comedian, and musician Mike Wiebe, and professional commentator Brian Camp. INS, the news you need. recommend though if you go to one of these ai generators right just type in paul lind is dracula and i promise you won't be disappointed i i'm not going to one of these because <laughs> i'm truly worried about what it will i'll spend my time doing if i if i go into it, one of these darth vader <laughs> eating a hot dog pretty good yeah there's a lot of hot dogs you go you go into a real down a, i went down a real hot dog hole with just anyone <laughs> is that what they call it and <laughs> any character you want eating a hot dog and then i'll add this put trail cam because it, it looked like the you know the the, oh, yeah. the infrared night vision so it makes everything look truly horrifying weird ai versions of people <laughs> eating hot dogs i don't like on, this. on trails i was gonna say it makes me think of like like if you had a cousin who grew up on a farm and got kicked in the head by a bull and like just was always <laughs> off and like you never could quite connect with like another human but he would describe things to you that's yeah, yeah. the kind of, that's what that's what it's like right? it's not yeah it's, it's it's inhuman but there's still like a little bit of humanity and that's what makes it just a little scarier cuz it not, none of it looks right like none of it I, mean, I didn't think <laughs> anybody who's had a serious brain injury I didn't really stop thinking them of as humans but well <laughs> I mean <laughs> I, I, I mean is there even a soul in there anymore since you <laughs> fell off your skateboard like I mean the, he got kicked pretty hard knocked a lot of stuff out of there I'm sure it's like Terry Shivo <laughs> trying to explain Star Wars <laughs> Doesn't make I'm so proud it. of you right now. <laughs> Good eighteen year old reference there. That's the best thing I've heard all day. <laughs> oh my god. It's a, yeah, it doesn't it's not a clear picture. You're not it's hard to right. Can someone share their screen and just we could do a few of these? <laughs> yes. Oh, we should absolutely do that. Like I did I did Satanic Panic and I did Paranoid Paradise. And I'm just gonna say it didn't disappoint. A lot of pentagrams. Those are my favorite two Kiss albums. Um, <laughs> what? I got something for you. Okay, yeah, yeah give me to me. Milk, milk, right. lemonade. Around the corner, fuck is made. 
<laughs> oh no! Just as as we're gearing up to see this, I know that that perhaps my comparison to a brain injured man's child was a bit much, but. You're going to see I'm, it. I, I, I truly <laughs> hold no ill will toward judges. <laughs> you are immediately going to realize. You say, oh, yeah, that's that guy got kicked real hard. Is it almost like a sense of childlike wonder to it? Like you could say if you said, hey, if I said to my nephew, hey, Noah, draw me. Right. Um, I'm just going to give you these three words. Skeleton, hot dog, happiness. Yeah. And then yeah. like and then they're like they have like a smiling hot dog with a spine in it. And they're yeah. like, okay. You see how, Do you think like, your I nephew you might there. stab you though? Also, because if that's part of it, like if you think <laughs> there's a chance that your nephew's going to try to murder you or draw the picture, I think it's more like that. I think it's because your yeah. nephew is. If your nephew's dangerous, right? Yeah, I dropped one go. into the chat here. I dropped in hot dog with the works. One of those hot dogs has another hot dog on top of it. Um, <laughs> it looks. It's, it's kind of erotic. That's actually mm. pretty. Some of them come out looking really like oil painting by George W. Oh Bush. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> they don't. It doesn't look. It it looks like you know when you're in L.A. and you drive by like a Yoshinoya beef bowl and they're like, "This is appetizing," and the picture yeah. is fucking disgusting. <laughs> yeah, the picture looks like it. It's like it's like all. <laughs> All yellowed out from the seventies, like it was like shot with like a yeah, like, like a, a fucking uh, a Cephia cannon or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I uh, I do not like that. Uh, it's <laughs> I've got you know that episode of The here, Simpsons can... where they have to go stay at the uh, Flanders house, and it's, it's yeah. like our yeah. house, but everything has a creepy Pat Boone quality to <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> I've got I've got one that is just the phrase because I was listening to a podcast. And I heard the phrase smart and funny. And I was like, oh, that's probably pretty innocuous. Let's just let's just see what happens. I oh! <laughs> <laughs> first of all, absolutely not. <laughs> Fuck you guys. I can't believe <laughs> that one's yeah, well, this. No. This one truly is a little much for anyone. I did find one somebody else that, that was just somebody had written Jar Jar Binks at Nuremberg. Oh yeah. And uh mm. I, think I did that too. But if you type smart funny again, that's what you're gonna get every time. I don't think so. I don't know, because I think it's scrubbing like I think it's scrubbing a whole bunch of stuff. I just put up the milk milk lemonade uh it's not too crazy, but it looks like milk's glasses of milk with lemons in them. <laughs> well here's the so this is why it won't like artists have nothing to worry about because it's not going to get the subtlety of like what that actually means yeah <laughs> i don't know though i mean it's it does evoke a response though right yeah there's a there's something yeah milk and lemons that's even terrible. this is even this is a little unsettling <laughs> Uh, there's something sexual in in the milk milk lemonade everywhere. Fuck is made <laughs> around the corner. Fuck is made. Oh, I think I think these are glasses of jizz. I don't think yeah, that's what I was wondering. <laughs> Bartender, pour me another. <laughs> <laughs> right. I did write Alpha Monkey mind pills. Oh, I saw those. That looked good. Those ones came across great. Those ones yeah. are on. Are they on? Your, those are on our Twitter. Uh, yeah. If the listener wants to look them up, these uh. I would be proud to sell these uh, these pills. I do sell them. It's Thanks. it's weird that it doesn't save its own. Like yeah, it seems like it would save its own response, and then rather and then it would never have to generate a response because I'm sure people are are putting in milk milk lemonade around the corner. Buckets made all the time, so why not have a saved version they can just use? Uh, yeah, I like time. that's what I'm saying. Is like, can you say now like do it different? I'm do, I'm hit it again. Like a, It'll like take a, a shuffle, couple minutes, but I'm just going to see if okay. it does yeah. the same thing again. Um, yeah, I can't imagine it would be the same if it because it takes so long to generate. Or it's just fooling us, man. the 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 company that I do the the writing the VR stuff with, they're starting to look into AI. It's kind of becoming. It's I think it's going to be a thing that people are going to kind of start kind of doing on your own. Because it's really just about making these like little choice trees, and go and and also like 
collecting data and then it's like a game of zork i don't know it's pretty crazy it's 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 like the term ai like it used to be such like a crazy sci-fi ass thing but now it's kind of used in everything i mean like they use it in video games to like they're using it on like you know bad guys that you have to fight like it used to be like pac-man all the ghosts do this very specific thing and they only do that kind of thing but they're with the bad guys in video games now they're getting them to like figure out like how you move and how you work and to kind of try and try things out and and stuff like that which i mean it, i don't know essentially like they're just becoming is, more and more complex but as before yeah. they were kind of like pattern work or exactly. whatever exactly like yeah. regular patterns so over. first of all i don't really love that uh <laughs> secondly so like here's what is also interesting like there will be dumber ai and smarter ai yeah. like which is also kind of right. like for lack of a better word like you know i know everybody's worried that like once ai hits everybody's gonna be they're gonna wipe out humans and blah blah, blah. existence will no longer be or whatever kind of thing right yeah uh, but then like what's to stop them from being like well you're kind of like a dumber robot than me and yeah like, yeah you know like yeah Milk, milk, lemonade around the corner. Fuck is made. I did it a second time, and it's just it's this. It's not the same pictures, but it's it's the same thing. Like there's nothing, there's nothing new there, but it's just different takes on um, glasses of milk with lemons either inside the glasses or next to the glasses. Yeah. So okay. this is compelling. You know, this is the kind of scientific experiment we could make a lot of money off of. But you guys have to get on YouTube. That's like a real part of this now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is. You know, we're doing, we're just mm-hmm. fucking around on a computer describing things. I'm glad that uh, well, the if listener... You're probably listening to this on some kind of computer. So yeah. I would say, like, what? play along. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. A computer, a computer in your hand. Um, <laughs> I have those. And that's the problem with the world today is everybody's on their phones. and Fucking <laughs> phones. I'm Christopher <laughs> Titus. Uh, we, <laughs> it's getting edgy. We do have a service that we send out uh, CDs on a on a rental basis of each individual episode. <laughs> it's a real upper tier Patreon right. type situation. Oh. Yeah, mm-hmm. you are killing mm-hmm. it. What's what all podcasts are you doing now? You got your own your own. I got the one with Kyle on no accounting for taste. Wait, Kyle, Kyle, who? Because our you know our listeners are from all over the world. Kyle Chandler from uh, Friday Night Lights. From Friday Night wow. Lights. And then I only do podcasts with Kyle. I have one with Kyle Kinane, the comedian, which is our least successful one. And I have one with uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you, that, that guy, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah. Uh, uh, he's a piece of shit. And uh, I wish somebody did him with a car. Uh, It'd be funny if it was like, I do a podcast with Kyle, Kyle Rittenhouse, and it's we just go through every episode of Unsolved Mysteries yeah, and no. we just talk about it. Well, what we do is we listen to Office Ladies, the the yeah, Office yeah. podcast with yeah. Pam and Angela, and we mm-hmm. we dissect how we would have done it as men. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, he's uh, he's not real popular with the ladies. Did you guys see he lied about getting into Texas yes. A and M? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he lied about and that. Yeah, he was like, I got in. And then there were A&M was like, no, you didn't. And then apparently there's another place who was like, well, yeah, but I decided I'm going to go to this other place. And the other place was like, you're not going here either. It was like Blaine <laughs> College or something like that. Well, yeah, it's also like, I don't understand why he's lying about this stuff. Like, everybody is going to fact check everything this guy does for the rest of his fucking yeah. life. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It was yeah. So, probably, probably not real sharp. I was. Oh, you think? I think. Yeah, might have been kicked in the head by a bull when he was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> I was so. But when they first announced it, and I was just so bummed. I was just like, really? Does do we need another? Does Texas need another fucking embarrassing ding? What are you talking right about? Now? It's just a big state, yeah. Mike. It's just a big state. We're it fine. hurts though. As yeah. someone from there who lives in, you know, like behind enemy lines in Yankee territory, mm-hmm. like I. It sucks trying to defend like what I like about the state these yeah. days. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it used super... to be a lot cooler, didn't it? Yeah, I really feel like it did. You know, but at least I get seven emails a day from Beto. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he needs your support. We, you know, at least, at least used to be real easy to go. Well, Austin though, Austin, and now like no, you can't do that. Doesn't uh, work anymore. And that, oh, yeah. really? You live in uh, you live in propaganda. You yeah, <laughs> but, the, yeah. Jordan Peterson capital of, of the South. <laughs> yeah. Right. 
Uh, well, I mean, Ann Richards was our was our governor. True. We almost had the superconducting super collider. That was one of the greatest cool. scientific achievements. Now, what was uh, that? Let, let of, everybody know, since that was like thirty years ago, Brian. It was a. Well, Ann Richards was one tough grandma. Yes. No. no. Do not confuse her with the comptroller, who I don't like at all. <laughs> oh, was that she not the same? I really thought that. Nah, I, she the one tough grandma lady was. She's kind of a fraud. She was just. She wanted to be an Ann Richards type, but she is wasn't. That Deborah Medina. No, okay. I don't know. Nobody cares. Okay. But the yeah. super collider was yeah, a. People are really into that. Well, people, people are <laughs> are. We have some Swiss listeners. Isn't that where the hadron thing is? Right. Okay. I don't think we've ever had a Mark, listener in Switzerland. I love this podcast. This well, they awesome. they all spoof oh, okay. their accounts. They live out of country, but they work well, in Switzerland. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, do we have some news that you need to and we should get to? I do have some news for you guys. Our first story comes to us from The Economist. Mm, heard of it. There is a growing yep, yeah. body of evidence showing that psychedelic drugs are very effective at treating depression, anxiety, and numerous other mental health conditions. Yeah. As a result, a growing number of biotech startups have popped up to promote the idea of using psychedelics in corporate environments. One use is psychedelics and mental health. For example, American soap company Dr. Bronner added therapy that combines ketamine and counseling to its company's mental health plans. And a company called Field Trip, which provides psychedelic experiences in Amsterdam. Mm, that's cute. <laughs> field trip sorry yeah. no it's good i'm just i'm real stoked that all these companies just out of the goodness of their heart are are making charitable contributions there's no money to be made off of this at all i'm glad this, no, is, no, this no. seems like pure science to me yeah it's like the cancer industry doesn't make money yeah, yeah. but so this this company called field trip reports that multiple nba players uh were about to quit their career due to mental health concerns but were put back on their career paths after using Field Trip. That's what kept me in the NBA drugs. Yeah. Also, two is a multiple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that's uh, that's where you have to like be very like discerning, right? Because it could just be like two guys just had good trip. And they're like, ah, I found my jump shot. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll give summer league a shot. <laughs> and what if it wasn't NBA players, but just like NBA employees, meaning yeah. like yeah. a concessions guy at the stadium. Yeah. yeah there's just some guy at the Rose Garden in Portland just frying his fucking balls yeah. off, dipping corn dogs. Yeah. <laughs> I was just getting too stressed out, passing out beers up and down that stadium, but then I found my zen with it. After yeah, a good man. ayahuasca blossom. A fucking microdose from the third quarter on, and I'm fine. <laughs> My kids have a father now. <laughs> uh, but some other companies are seeking to feed their employees psychedelic drugs for different reasons. The owner of a German psychedelic retreat company called the New Health Club says corporations are staging retreats that involve psychedelic trips to make executives more empathic, enhance team bonding, boost creativity, change company culture, and to allow staff to experience, quote, a heightened level of consciousness. And this isn't only happening outside of the U.S. One asset manager for a big company reported struggling over whether she should accept an invitation from a client to an illegal ayahuasca retreat at a villa in California with a shaman flown in for the occasion. Other companies, however, are leery as these retreats have led to several top executives quitting after they began questioning capitalism and the nature of work and <laughs> presumably so they could attend more fish concerts. I'm not a big psychedelic guy, but uh, this sounds fucking awesome. Uh, <laughs> Here's what I think. I wish they would just say, after every time they're like, to make them more empathic and creative, they also just said, parentheses, money, 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 close parentheses. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's just not forget, like, even if they are those things, it's all still on the quest of, of, of the mighty yeah. dollar. Yeah, like... Totally. At, at no point is it going to be like, we know sometimes we practice things and do them and it makes us more money, but is it moral? I'm going to eat mushrooms about it. Like, they, <laughs> yeah. but like right. if that was what they said, I'd be like, I want to believe that, but I don't believe you. Like, I don't, yeah. 
the the goal isn't the goal isn't to figure out a consciousness to make this world a better place it's how can we connect to the psyche of each individual consumer and up yeah. their buying percentage by 12% this quarter how can we right. data harvest without phones like this yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah like this that's what it seems like to me well, uh, and isn't a lot of this research just it's like the results tell us that you know it turns out that people who are sometimes difficult to be around when they get fucked up they're not as difficult to be around while they're fucked up i have the i think i have the opposite well you're never you're never difficult to be around you're no you're always difficult hey <laughs> i i love my job and i don't want to hang out with the most the vast majority of coworkers. <laughs> I, yeah i live in in austin texas <laughs> I don't want to be drunk with them. I don't want them to see me drunk, let alone in any other way where it's like, oh, yeah, this trip's going to take all weekend long with your coworkers. There there is a thing about uh, we always call it forced fun when uh, when you have like when you work in any pretty much any job that has more than, you know, a handful of people and they'll do these weird like, uh, hey, everybody, we're going we're going axe throwing. You know how you want to spend your Thursday night with your coworkers throwing axes? Because that's a fun activity. <laughs> they have to do something. Because if they do nothing, they're a dog shit company. I, I agree with you, Mike, but I just don't know what they're supposed to do. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Oh, right. if they were just like, hey, here's what you get to do. Everybody gets $100 and we'll put it on this debit card, but you have to spend it with the two coworkers you like. Like the, yeah. the only like that, that that's an option. Just give everybody a half day. I think honestly, I think a hundred dollars. I would be with well, depending at various jobs. There's some jobs that would be like, oh, that'd be great. There's definitely some that would be like, you know what, you guys can take it. I'm gonna just, I'm all. I'd rather not have <laughs> yeah a hundred dollars worth right. of stuff. Like it's worth more than uh, my time's worth more than a hundred dollars of hanging out with sketchy yeah. Carl. Yeah. Who tells me, you know, who exclusively wears horror movie t-shirts. So you know, like when your job, like a shitty office job or shitty, like whatever kind of job you had would be like, Hey everybody, we're giving away a Chili's gift card to whoever. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. And you just be like, yep. I never won. Cause I was always a terrible employee. Yeah. Yeah. But the idea of going to Chili's and paying with a gift card from my job. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> There was something so it was like putting on wet socks. I do yeah. not. <laughs> it fucked with me in a way They just, I never did it, but like the thought of it was a really quite a conundrum. Yeah. And yeah. Think about like you guys have all had jobs at corporate, corporate corporations, right? I mean, I've worked for, Restaurant corporations, but never in a corporate environment. Yeah, but even like a restaurant corporation. Like I'm thinking of working at Best Buy and the idea of doing psychedelics with those bosses. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. that is yeah. fucking like, and not even like getting high in a break room. This is like ketamine, ayahuasca. Like yeah. those are, those are so, like, there's no way that I would ever have, st- like, I didn't need psychedelics to open my third eye to tell me that fucking Mike Hurtrider at fucking Best Buy was a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy who talks about fingering a sixteen-year-old host. Is, is <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. It's I don't. Know, yeah, and then the other guy who steals fucking like SD cards and sells yeah. them to his buddies. Yeah, <laughs> well, that was me. That guy was me. Yeah, that guy's kind of cool. That's... But I was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. But it's like one of those things that just like, for fuck's sake, man, like, how have you not found a better way to incentivize employees? And I don't know that, like, you would have thought a long time ago that, like, man, you know how awful and the drug war and how uptight this country's been with drugs for so long. But some of this new, like, corporate and also, like, bro love with uh, psychedelics is, re- like, I never would have thought it would have made me a little Nancy Reagan-ish, where I'm just like, nah, man. You're I, blowing I don't everybody need, in Hollywood? I don't need, yeah, yeah I don't need to. Fucking, well, I mean, not everybody. Just studio heads. Just studio heads. The throat goat. We brought up the throat goat a couple times. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
but you know that weird thing is like i can't believe like it's occasionally i'm i'm like oh, i can't believe i'm bummed out that more people are doing psychedelics but it is like sometimes the wrong people like uh, you know yeah i do psychedelics to help my mma get more better or whatever yeah. like it's like, i mean oh. but like I, here's the thing is like i i so much agree with you but i'm just like is it just that i don't like that person and it's not that big a deal you know like that kind yeah. of yeah i have nothing in common with that interest maybe there's like a rad person out there who is like I do MMA or and I, I eat mushrooms and I'm just a I don't think I'm a prophet or you know like I like yeah yeah there has to be a, like a a muted version of that I'm you sure just there, see one I'm sure there is I'm sure I'm sure there is and they're just quiet about it and yeah. it's actually probably made their their lives better and yeah. anyone anyone whose drug use is their personality is someone I don't want to be around hey man we guy right. sucks. Yeah. We're terrible. Weed guy always, always sucked. Weed right. guy will, yeah. Weed is my personality is a loser. I hate him. Yeah. When you collect centerfolds of weed strains, like that's a <laughs> yeah. No yeah. bad. That's no good. I will say there was one guy named Ganja John in Portland. I really did like a lot in a lot of ways. <laughs> what was was did he sell? But weed? he would be quiet. Like he could. T- you could talk to him. He wasn't like right. you know this in the thirty seventh minute. Of Goodfellas when this like you know like like I don't give a fuck, <laughs> yeah, it's fucking moron. And it feels like a lot of those guys don't develop interest outside of weed. Like when it's like right. I found my thing, this is my deal. Please, I mean, it, we could get a little bit into jam music, but beyond that, like I'm like, not, I'm not gonna hey, also be into like the bumpers aren't coming off the bowling alley. Like, yeah. like the, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, that's very right. yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I love that. People who are secretly, quietly very frustrated with the, the growing legalization of marijuana because it, it detracts from the thing that they were. Like, you, that's, yeah. Yeah. that's part of my being. You can't do that. Well, that's all I do. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. Like, it's like they had all this knowledge, but none of them had any foresight with legalization, or I guess not many of them. Yeah. Like, it seems like a lot of people could be making money right now in the weed game, you know, like that mm, we're all about yeah, weed true. for years. Oh yeah, they never. They, well, there's there was the business aspect of it that was too, right, too much, and now it's too late. I think there's probably a lot of people. I know, I've heard people like, man, I want to go to Colorado and start doing weed stuff, and and apparently it's just it's impossible. Like it's yeah, you know, it's like a quarter. It costs it's its a lot own, of money. Yeah, there's a there they have their own like you know mini versions of what will ultimately be like the weed Walmart or the weed, which will probably get bought out by Anheuser Busch or something like that. Yeah, but, right. well, it's, it's interesting. Yeah, like. It's because it's up to states, so it kind of depends on like where legalization goes next. You know, yeah. like so, like right? Yeah, man, you can fucking you can probably make a lot of money uh, selling weed, but you do have to live in Missouri. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you're gonna be so high for the rest of your life, you couldn't live anywhere. And you I gotta, guess you kind of do. You gotta love. You gotta love that dank dank. So I, just, I just want to say, like, in general, though, if I work with you, I don't want to hang out with you. And that means that, you know, I barely tolerate you at work and I'm perfectly pleasant to work with. But I don't want to hang out with you. I don't want to see you vomit next to me while I'm staring into the eye of God. OK. And that said, I, yeah, you know, that's why I don't hang out with any of my podcast. Uh, uh, well, I agree with you, but there has been times nothing, where I've nothing. gotten fucked up with people. And I've been like, ah, he's all right. You know, like I yeah, can change yeah. my perspective. <laughs> I'm like, like, I got to just take him in the capacity that it's like, yeah, I can only be drunk with Zach. Yeah. The rest of the time. Yeah. yeah like right. I don't like him the rest of the time, but man, when he gets a few fucking high lives in him, he's, he's a good, he's a good time. Starts telling you <laughs> dirty jokes and stuff. He's all right. You know, I've never, I know, but that being said, like I've never done like a DMT or anything like that. Like I'm, I'm a little too scared about like that crazy yeah. next level. So who knows? Maybe I am knocking it out. The fact that, you know, the, the, the really boring guy in IT might be a golden ray of light that I had never just seen <laughs> before because my eyes were too close to it. Isn't this something like, tech does anyways they like claim to be on the forefront of all this shit and then they're kind of like nothing really changes with it like they're it's a like their adoption of bernie sanders in the last yeah these kind of things where they don't yeah yeah. because i guess young idealists work in that field a lot yeah so they're appeasing people to some degree but not doing anything 
So our next story comes to us from NPR. Oh, National Pubic Radio. <laughs> you changed one word. I know. Really Manor penis rod. Naughty pussy rectum. <laughs> Type that into the picture generator. <laughs> so I don't normally cover viral stories. And this next one was just on the edge of going viral as we're recording. But it definitely belongs on our show. In 2017... A woman identified only as M.O., those are probably her initials, repeatedly had unprotected sex with her boyfriend, identified as M.B., in his Hyundai Genesis. My butt. Mo booty. My butt. What the man did not tell M.O. is that at the time they were having sex, he was diagnosed with throat cancer that was confirmed to be positive for human papillomavirus or HPV. So he was the throat. The, he was the throat scapegoat. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, oh, I, 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 give up, I give up. Yeah, Hot pussy vomit. That is what it stands uh, it, for. I think that's, that's where it, it comes from. Stands for. Right. Uh, that's uh, what causes that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's well yeah, just to be clear here, since since the man had HPV in his throat cancer, he could also transmit HPV through sexual contact. Isn't that what happened with Michael Douglas? Oh, yeah. yeah, not so funny now, is it, Kevin? Mm. Yeah, Kevin. I wasn't laughing at his throat cancer. <laughs> seemed like it. it. Seemed like he kind of were. Yeah, kind of seems no, like you were. I'm here to tell the news. Apparently, the couple only had sex in the man's car, so the transmission had to occur there. Mo took the man and his insurer Geico to arbitration, which is a uh, which is like a private court here in the U.S. I don't know. I don't know if they have arbitration in every country. Uh, Geico was included on the theory that the man, quote, was insured against his personal liability arising from his negligence and actions involving his automobile. But Geico chose not to participate and said auto insurance didn't apply because the, quote, damages claimed did not arise out of the normal use of the vehicle, which. Well, that was normal for them if that's the only place they fucked. Yeah, I don't think I feel like having sex in a car is not uncommon. Like I, I don't think it's a common. I don't think it. It's an everyday thing. But I've done it. See, breaking news. I'm a rare <laughs> listeners. <laughs> <laughs> we should we should have a segment called Michael Weeby, sixteen year old brags. <laughs> and the first one is I've done. No, it in a car. I've never had sex in a car, but I did touch a boob once. So Just one. there we go. Can you get HPV from a boob? What was it like? Soft. Uh, Maybe we need a doctor's opinion on that. Nevertheless, in March 2021, an arbitrator awarded Mo 5.2 million dollars against Geico, saying the sum quote would fairly and justly compensate unquote her for her medical expenses and her pain and suffering. Mm. Geico wasn't at the arbitration and refused to pay, saying it hadn't been given an opportunity to defend itself, despite the fact that M.O. had sent Geico every required legal notice. This went through several more legal actions, with the Missouri Court of Appeals finding that Geico had an opportunity, but simply chose to do nothing. Now Geico is suing M.O. and the man in federal court for fraud, claiming they colluded to create a huge arbitration award. And I want to point out, they didn't get the award. They didn't collude to get the award. The arbitrator gave the award. The case is scheduled for a jury trial in October 2022. Wait, are they saying that they colluded with the arbitrator, though, to get the award? No, because they're not suing the arbitrator. They're just suing Uh, the couple. They're saying that they intentionally created the injury to give rise to the claim. So, Tony, that's a cool way to say it, right? (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> doesn't it sometimes you say it right people believe you i've i've yeah, learned that that's beautiful yeah well, i think it's a, a long multi like she didn't even file an action for four years so i think it's hard to say that in 2017 they're like hey we're gonna break up game. later and you have throat cancer but give me a disease and in, in the back of the car and then we'll sue geico together in four years and uh we'll convince an, an arbitrator to give us a crazy award and Let's make sure Geico doesn't show up, and then uh, they'll have to pay us. Who's to say that the only reason Geico lost was because they didn't show up? I mean, this could have been a perfectly just yeah. suit. Here's the thing. 
if Geico had the opportunity to defend itself in every legal avenue and everything was sent to them and they just didn't show up, right? I don't think that that's like if I don't show up for a traffic ticket and then my license gets suspended, like you understand, like it's, it's the exact right. same principle. I don't think yeah. they should get another exactly. stab at this. No, it was their negligence that got them in this position. It's not like a legal finding. It's like their lack of right. trying to give a take people who's by the way, whose money they take seriously. Essentially, it comes down to bad customer service. What an insane plan to think that that I can't imagine thinking that that would work. I think that they are going to change all of their. I, I think this is going to happen for a lot of insurance companies. I think that they're going to change what their policy says as things renew going forward to make it clear that the you know something like the vehicle has to be operated or you know. Oh, they were operating in that vehicle, right? Yeah, man, they were operating the shit out <laughs> they of that vehicle. They were operating in that vehicle. That's Fucking the problem. Stick shift, huh? baby. Hell yeah. Hey. <laughs> uh, hey. There's a precedence for this because it happened to this really famous uh, famous guy. And, oh, no. and he made a TV show about it called Comedians in Cars Getting HPV. And... <laughs> And he, but he got it. He got it from a fucking sixteen-year-old girl. It's a crazy thing. He was, <laughs> he was forty. I'll set my career on fire. Um, <laughs> I wonder, like, what that looks like in the sense of, like, obviously, no matter what, that has repercussions for Geico and insurance companies, right? Like, because now they have to think about this. The settlement wouldn't really be the big issue to me if I was running Geico. It would be like we have to change all of our policies right now because, like, the disaster of this is what. What what is possible to happen from this again and again is what's scary. Five million dollars is nothing to Geico. Well, it seems to me that if they had shown because up, they were negligent in not showing up. Yeah, you had you had your opportunity for your day in court, and you don't. You get found guilty. Right. What happens to every people who get tried for murder don't get to be like, well, now I'd like to. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, it seems to me like if the all you'd have to do is show up and go like, all right prove that that's the one time you had sex and got hpv right there right. with this dude prove that this prove that this car that this deep dicking you got in this 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 hyundai elantra is the one that that <laughs> got the, genesis that got all the fucking that made your pussy start vomiting in a warm manner <laughs> i guess what is kind of freaking me out is like th- they can think they can just show up even though they had their turn and they just didn't take it. It kind of makes me mad that they even get a chance to do this. I mean, applause, applause to the people that pulled it off though. Like I, I feel like that's right. a real, Oh, so you think it was a scam too? No, but on Geico's I, side. I think, <laughs> no, I don't know that it was a scam, but I do think that there was a weird thing of like, man, I wish I could make money off of my pussy being so sore. <laughs> <laughs> The woman also like, ah, oh, baby, just... you've been log jamming me so goddamn much. <laughs> if only there was a way to make money off all this discharge. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like that gecko. I don't like, dude, I hate that I fucking like lizard. Animated lizards. I don't like that at all. I don't like what they've done with that. I think we've solved this. Are we ready for my, my segment, my closing segment? Yeah, I believe uh, it's time for uh, Mike's Corner. So uh, this is this segment is called Getting to Know Your Podcast. A lot of times on the international news service, we make references that people maybe are not as quite familiar with because they are of a younger age or they've had better things to do with their lives. <laughs> but uh, this is a, where we're going to reference something we've already talked about and go in depth. And this is uh, episode three of the Glenn A. Larsonissance. We're talking about the productions of Glenn Larson. Uh, he did a, if you don't know Shane, he did, he did a lot of TV shows in the 80s. He did uh, Battlestar Galactica, uh, The A Team. He did Manimal. He did, Man? he did, I don't know if you're familiar with any of these TV shows. The Auto Man, yeah. The Fall Guy. I know Fall Guy. I know Fall Guy. I know of Fall Guy. He, he's a man of, of many talents, mostly kind of ripping off uh, various other properties and combining them for TV shows. And uh, in the year 1979, he did a movie called Buck Rogers that became a TV show for two episodes. Buck Rogers starring mm. Gil Gerard. In the early 70s, there was a role for men with straight yeah. hair and bowl cuts. Grown men 
masculine men <laughs> like John Denver and Chris Jenner. Right. And Gil Gerard. Um, oh, so, so this is off the court, off the, uh, are you telling me the, Gil Gerard is my, uh, favorite masculine bowl cuts, man's favorite masculine bowl cut. He kind of is. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So Glenny Larson's a Mormon, right? And he makes all these TV shows and they all have secret loose ties to Mormonism. And, uh, so he does on the heels of star Wars. So there's like little, like, a, like little Easter eggs to Mormonism in him. Yeah. There's like weird little Easter eggs yeah, yeah. to Mormonism. They're, they're in a lot blatant. of these. Do they believe yeah. in Easter? Yeah. Yeah. Well, believe also believing in Easter. Is I mean, kind I'm of an a, atheist. I believe Easter exists. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. Hot the, take, hot take, Kevin, Kevin everyone. Ooh, the, what, we did international news service. That, was a, not, <laughs> that statement was the equivalent to paying for dinner with a Chili's <laughs> gift card from my work. That's how that felt. <laughs> It didn't even cover the appetizer. The, yeah. <laughs> That's what you come back saying. Like, how was lunch? And you're like, it didn't even cover the appetizer. You asshole set me up. Uh, yeah. Um, the, so uh, everybody's horny for Star Wars makes more money than anything else in the world in 1977. So very quickly thereafter, they did, um, they did Battlestar Galactica, which is kind of like a very, it was a Mormon <laughs> version of Star Wars. Okay. Best way to describe oh. it, and so so, but they got the shit suit out of them because they ripped off so much stuff from Star Wars. So very quickly thereafter, Glenn Larson. So you're telling me like, they could build a spaceship, but they had no idea about intellectual property law. Yeah, apparently, <laughs> yeah. And they were they were fighting it, but the the show was too costly. So they decided I'm going to do Buck Rogers in the 25th century because it was a property right. that was around from 1932 that actually George Lucas stole all his ideas from Star Wars from, or at least he stole a, a, from a, everything. Like, it's insane that George right. Lucas sued anybody for stealing shit because it is absolutely insane. But a uh, lot of ideas came from. Doesn't that worry you that like you have to be that kind of psycho to get to that level? Yeah, you know, like as somebody who's aspiring for a lot, like I really don't know what you you other guys do, but like with my like in music and stuff, you're like, do I have to be a like a monster to get to this space? And I think that that weird thing of like you know, the more you find out about anybody who's like next level successful, yeah. they're all sociopathic, just like there has to be at least people. like right. a level of massive ego. Yes, that right. is like it. Maybe if you're not a sociopath, but like you have to like like who's a a celebrity everybody like seems to like, right? like I, Springsteen. Yeah, like for the most part. Yeah, yeah. Same. I've never heard you, anything bad about him. Yeah, but then you're like that guy has to have ego, right? Like enormous. Not like he might check it, but in his belly, he's got to be like, I'm the fucking shit. Like <laughs> you like boss. boss. I will say he was very nice when he met me. Um, the, oh, you had that great bit, yeah. <laughs> pickles, pickles. Yeah. Um, the but I love you know, that joke. Oh, thank you. Uh, uh, the, he um, he really. But I don't know. Maybe it is a weird thing where he knows, like, I kind of built my thing on being cool, and like my thing is built on being cool, so I kind of got to stay cool, or I'm really like, yeah, I can't. I'm not <laughs> really. Maybe like one day, like the most viral video ever would be like Frank Springsteen driving on the shoulder of a jammed freeway. Yeah, yeah, to, totally. Like... Or just in a restaurant, and like, where's my fucking salsa? Do you know who the fuck <laughs> I am? Well, get a busboy out here to bring me some. <laughs> They don't call me the boss because I don't send orders back. (laughs) (laughs) So tell me about Buck Rogers. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, So anyways, uh, so yeah, so Buck Rogers. And uh, it's based on this. uh, It was a book in like 1931, 32, and then it became a serial. And very quickly thereafter, it was a comic strip too, wasn't it? Or no? Yeah, ser- like a comic strip serial. Oh, oh. Then, then later, later it becomes a uh, a movie serial that they played okay. like little runs before then. And Flash Gordon, like Marmaduke, it was Marmaduke, <laughs> was the first Marmaduke. <laughs> okay, I didn't know. I just the uh, <laughs> I want to make sure I understood. Yeah. I said Buck Rogers, but I meant Marmaduke this whole time. Okay. He's a giant red dog from outer space. He trips over shit constantly. I, I, I just asked a clarifying question. I don't All right, think you, well, need to, you don't get to go mad about Marmaduke. it. You needed to know. Uh, so, no, and then Flash Gordon, which is essentially the same thing as Buck Rogers, took its whole 
they all these sci-fi properties i think the more you find out they just completely keep recycling each other the whole time they so, kind of just put a new different brush stroke a on different something different brush stroke on yeah. it but at one t- at one point in time like there's a there's a buck rogers radio show it's super popular it's about it's about a guy there's a bunch of different in like origin stories that are slightly different but the essential the same thing every time is he gets frozen in outer space and he isn't thought out for 500 years which is you know, again, mostly ripped off from Rip Van Winkle. So it's all, but anyway, so he gets thrown out and he's, he opens up in this new society where there's like mutants and the uh, people are real strict and they're not really used to his animalistic man-like ways and all the women are super fucking horned up by him. And they get, <laughs> he gives all of them HPVs inside little spaceships. And sperms <laughs> are like little spaceships. Little, little spaceships. So, but cut, so cut to 1979. He's, they're getting sued. Uh, Glenn A. Larson's getting sued by, by George Lucas. And like, well, what can we do to, because this sci fi fad is like blowing the fuck up. Um, we, we got to do something with all this sci-fi shit that's going on now. So they, ah, Buck Rogers, he can't sue us. Cause he's the one that he, Lucas stole all his ideas from Buck Rogers. Only like the estate of Buck Rogers is so old and fractured that they don't even know that like in, in the following years, like there's still suits against George Lucas from the Buck Rogers estate from, from the guy who wrote, it's like, you know, triple great grandkids or whatever. But so it, they, they have a way smaller budget. And what they do is it's a weird thing. Like some of these TV shows like Battlestar Galacta, they film a pilot and then they ship it off as like the, the, the studio, NBC and Universal, they ship it off as a movie and they, it does stuff overseas and they're like, okay, it seems to work. And then they'll turn it into a TV show afterwards. So there's a movie of Buck Rogers out there that's the pilot with more stuff where he actually like swears and uh and calls a chick ballsy he says shit and he kills a guy in it and then when they ended up doing it for the for the actual pilot on the show they cut all that out um so it's gil gerard the uh the masculine man's bowl cut and Aaron Gray is is his uh sort of semi love interest who she was also Ricky Schroeder's I guess stepmom on uh-huh. on Silver so, Spoons. Do you ever see Silver Spoons? Shane? I never watched it, but I know he Ricky. I mean, he's in the news these days. Oh yeah, like, now now I mean now he's more famous for his good ideas than his yeah. acting. Um, Knowing how to treat people, <laughs> that's his yeah. claim to fame. But she is just gorgeous. She was like a she was a, a swimsuit model that ended up getting the gig. So anyway, it's it's it's. Gil Gerard, it's Aaron Gray, and they got a guy, this guy named Tim O'Connor is kind of, he's this old guy, leader guy, and then there's a little, a little robot named Tweaky, who's just this little robot, because you gotta, you gotta have a robot, and there's never been a more dome of a penis-headed thing in the world, like his, (laughs) his, it's just a perfect penis helmet and it's voiced by mel blank who did like bugs bunny and daffy duck's voice that's and, big yeah it's huge he begins and ends every sentence with uh, the word beady beady beep so then I'll, hey buck what are you going where are we going buck beady beady beep so everyone has started in with that it's a very good but impersonation actually that's it's, really good it's just a little stiff robot and uh the act they had actors a little person playing the playing this person and Brian, you like Buck Rogers, right? You're a fan of Buck Rogers. Sure, yeah. So anything anybody worked on here, <laughs> whatever they worked on next would have to be something of very good importance, right? Something great. I don't see anything bad happening for me agreeing. Yes. Yes. Definitely I, uh, work on something I, good after this. I uh, I feel like there might be a little bit of a, oh, this step's a little bit taller than the other one. Coming up. I don't know. I, I feel this like this is... actor was in The Addams Family playing Cousin It. Shane, you give us the answer. Do you feel that the Adams Family or the Munsters is a superior horror-based fifties sitcom? And later movies don't count, so not gonna mm-hmm. limit things. You're, but you're trying to pin me on something on a remake. It's bullshit. Well, we're ta- we're, yeah, no, yeah. we're talking that both shows. The and also, there's no Munsters remakes, are there? For they're films? making one now. Rob Zombie's mm-hmm. making one right now. Well, then Brian's that's gonna win. Musician, you shouldn't have told me that. That really put a finger on the scale. Yeah. <laughs> 
I like that uppercut there, Brian. That was nice. Good, good form. <laughs> All right. Munsters is so underheralded as a show. Like, thank you. Thank you. It thank really you. is. <laughs> oh, this feels so good. This yeah, is right. Yeah, this feels great. I I think of the dad from the Munsters and I just start laughing right away. Right. He's 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 immediately funny. It's like fucking what if Bull from Night Court was <laughs> resurrected? Like it is. <laughs> and then this, like this is the I greatest say, and day of my life. Here's the thing. The mom, oh god, she gives Katamiya a run for her money. That's a that's a pretty even flip of the coin in babed him. <laughs> He yeah. is making every point I have ever made about the greatness yeah. of the monsters. I do. Um, you are a good person. I mean, you like a, you are a good person. You are coming up short yeah. though in the children department. <laughs> That's the uh, Butch Patrick with his. <laughs> no. It's like the oh, I Wolfman mean, Wednesday and Wednesday are <laughs> the uh, Laurel and Hardy of yes. of goth. Like yeah. they are, you know, like. When, I don't know. To have a depressed child is such a funny thing in that, like in that area, yeah. And to have it be that way, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, we have a, sounds like we have a split decision. Well, that's that's yeah. charitable. I guess it's really. I guess the the mm-hmm. only thing is uh, Adam's family has a pinball machine mm-hmm. game, so that, that, that's really the. Oh, the well, party. you know, there's a monsters <laughs> one on the way. So, <laughs> do you build them? Because <laughs> I don't that's know right. if they're. Well, sure, if they're making a movie, and and while yes, that's a good having point. a. De- a depressed child is funny. That's I agree. But don't you think funny to everybody niece, but us? <laughs> but but the, the niece of the monsters who lived with them, who was perfectly normal and considered herself hideous. Yes. That's a that's a funny bit. Yes, but it's and it like, never gets old. It's every time it's how fresh. often can you go to that well? I will say this though: the monsters did not have any lineage to Buck Rogers. Case closed. <laughs> That's a very good point. Back to the Buck Rogers. It's a horny show. Everyone's mm-hmm. covered in lycra, slick, slick, tight lycra, so much so oh, that yeah. Aaron Gray said that she used to pop out of it, and they would just sew it back up real slow. And so the first season, it did it did pretty well the first season. But did they say real slow, or is that really? something you added in for well, yourself? I, I mean... If it's that Shane, if it's that tight, you're going to be want to be real careful so you don't accidentally prick her delicate, delicate legs <laughs> when you're sewing that little, that little hole. Up. Jesus Christ! I feel like I'm about to get herpes in a Geico insured vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> they got this show. It's it's going pretty good. It's all about how Buck Rogers it comes back, and initially the 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 pilot's real gritty. The show's a little bit campier. And Gil Gerard gets fucking mad. His show's not supposed to be campy. The pilot was super serious. He got to say shit. He went to go run around and quote, New Chicago, where there's mutants and fight them. All of a sudden, they get in this pilot. Everything's watered down. There's no New Chicago. He's just running around, getting half naked and wrestling other men in some episodes. It's a pretty good one. Um, <laughs> he's mad. And he starts getting mad. Aaron Aaron Gray, uh, who is you know keeps popping out of that suit. She she <laughs> she's got actually a really kind of cool. She like says this is kind of one of the more feminist uh, roles of the time because she's like a commander. Oh, yeah? She's over Buck Rogers. She has a lot of she's they're co leads really. And but Gil Gerard's getting mad. He's like, it's my fuck. I'm fucking Buck Rogers. I got so there's some tension there. He starts throwing demands around. Starts almost threatening to walk. There's all kinds of back and forth. Finally, they're like, "Okay, Gil, we're gonna we're gonna do something more." You like so second season, Glenn Larson takes off, and uh, they add they make it completely. It's almost a new concept now. Instead of being on Earth, they're in outer space, and they're on a space mission, not unlike Battlestar Galactica, where they're trying to find the last uh, thing, and they find. And in that one, they bring him a new lead, and it's this guy named Hawk. Which is a person that I don't know if you've seen Rick and Morty. Uh, there's a guy named Bird Person on there. If you've seen that Rick and Morty show, it's, no. and I, I, I don't want to, I, I, I've seen the show and I enjoy it, but I fear everyone who is a fan of that show. That's how everyone oh, yeah. feels like, yeah, yeah. that's how <laughs> I feel about a lot of things. It's a legitimately yeah. good show, but to say that out loud, I, I've never once said that I like that show and I'm not like a completist. I don't have a tattoo. I don't, I've never freaked out in a McDonald's over Szechuan sauce, 
but it, it is a thing that their fans have really made it difficult to say out loud that you like it. But uh, I, I think that's when you should kind of lean in more because you can provide the good example of it. You know, like yeah. of a fan. you're like, I'm not saying you need to get a tattoo, but I think, you know, like maybe, uh, when some places, a henna tattoo. Yeah. Right. <laughs> maybe when some places out of Szechuan sauce, you go, Hey, you like, you, you are, you are disappointed, but you go, that's fine. Yeah. I'll have honey mustard. <laughs> yeah. So, like, well, it's cool to hear you say that because it was brave of you to stick up for the Munsters. And I think it's a lot of people, it's easy for people to forget how good of a show that was because a lot of people have kind of lionized yeah, the Adams well. family. And so as someone who holds as they true should. to it, it's, it's There's fine. four heads it's on fine. Mount just, Rushmore. Right. And they were all right. awful and people. Grandpa. Herman, Lily, and and Junior. Brian, I can tell two things. Since you are you're in Fort Worth and you mm-hmm. have that accent, you watched a lot of Channel 39 growing up, KTXU. Like, oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's I did. um that is <laughs> you you provide that to I miss I want a KTXU t shirt. So somebody get on that for oh, me, wow. listeners. Uh did you ever watch Slam Bang Theater? I'm watch kid. it after I hang up. I'm already on my computer. <laughs> Three Stooges comedy show where you, know, you were it's introduced funny to Shane. Shane actually has a very, very popular bit about defending the maligned Guy Fieri. Yes. So maybe there's some coercion in this take. I don't know. He's yeah, that's what I'm trying on. to say. That's, yeah. But like, um, I try. That, I mean, that's what Kanane and I do on our podcast. The Good Kyle, not Rittenhouse. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. We don't get political here. <laughs> yeah. We try to take, we don't take sides. We don't take sides. We're fair. To like, we're balanced. <laughs> I try to, I, I just think it's, uh, it's good to like give things that a shot, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, the, are people anti monsters or are they just, I'm anti monster. I'm Mike pro and Kevin I'm and because Mark of this are. podcast and your conversation with, with Brian. Well, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Brian I really feel to, like you're the Zoom to the iPod on this podcast here. <laughs> I get things silenced. that are now extinct. So maybe we should think about get, how we're spending our time. Well, that's this podcast is referencing <laughs> yeah, Buck Rogers and getting into the deep uh, things. <laughs> I do like it. It's um, fun. Oh, well. I come back on if you like. Did you guys see me. the chat that Mark sent? Uh oh. Some good like right here. Is it Aaron Gray? Aaron Gray, she's about to pop. Man, that is a brick of a chin. You are not kidding. Yeah, man. She is. And you know, you're right, Mike. She was. She was She was in charge of the Space Force. And I don't think that she and Buck ever had a thing. Nope. It was a, there was a flirtation, but it was always kind of a back yeah. and forth. Yeah. It was a real will they, won't they? They were the first Ross and Rachel, but in outer space. Yeah. So, <laughs> it was like moonlighting. And very, very. <laughs> moonlighting. But this is like, uh, she looks like, you know, she looks like Kristen Bell. She does. The, hmm. She does a little bit. Kind She's of. got kind of a long face, a little bit of a longer face. Uh, I thought she looked a lot like Connie Selica, who Gil Gerard was married to at the time and was and was the love interest on The Greatest American Hero. Yes, Connie Selica. He had four wives? Second of four hey, Gil wives. Gil Gerard really threw his dick around, huh? Oh, yeah. But when, <laughs> when his marriage broke up with Connie Selica... He fell into his addictions. And do you want to know what his main addiction was? Yes. O- overeating. And then, but then he, he got way better. He got like, he got like, <laughs> apparently got like a, he, he, he got healthy. I went, I went on a big. That was the longest pause. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's doing good. Uh, he's still alive. He's doing. He's doing just fine now. He had a. He's still uh, alive. He's doing good. So is yes. so is Aaron Gray. They're both seven in their yeah. mid seventies. So anyway, yeah. Now the second season was real shitty, and everyone hated it because they changed the format. Aaron Gray's role got reduced uh, drastically, and best thing about the there's show. conflicting stuff because apparently he was bummed at first that he wasn't getting enough screen time, but supposedly in the second season he hated the way it was going. And said you need they were going to write her out of the show, and he said if you write her out, I'm out. I'm fucking Buck Rogers, and Mel Blanc left because his throat got got hurt. And it, it died kind of a sad little death. Yeah. Um, but, and Hawk, who was the bird man, he was kind of a ripoff of, of Spock. But 
it remains a, a really lovely, horny show. There's a lot of horny walking around. The intro to Buck Rogers is is amazing. It's, it's a, a great little best sequence. But this is crazy, Brian. If you go and you watch the pilot version, it's a way longer thing to where it's hot chicks. Aaron Gray's one of them, but a bunch of hot chicks sitting on the words Buck Rogers on a big light. They're just lit up words. And Buck Rogers is sleeping, and they all come up and kiss him, and it's very, very James Bond opening, what kind of stuff. And yeah. it's song, crazy the, that this guy was handsome. Like that's not an attractive person. Like to me. it is very like he definitely looks it like the, a mechanic. It was his era. It was the era yeah. of the of the mechanic looking white well, guy. Like, I was thinking football coach. Football I was thinking coach, like, like junior high football coach. Before they knew how to like battering ram gates at castles, he's the guy whose head they use. Like this is fucking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fucking noggin man that is a- the, the um there's this there, there's a song there's like a very or orchestral pretty catchy intro there's when you watch the pilot there's lyrics to the whole thing where will oh, you find wow. me and where will i be it's it's uh wow oh, i remember that i can't believe i haven't seen that it's yeah that's, you gotta oh, you man, can look up the pilot doing. But uh, sadly, they never. They keep trying to reboot it all the time, but it just kind of hasn't. Hasn't Crazy really that happened. This shit couldn't can't get off the ground again. It's just nuts. I, don't, it, like, I know. <laughs> the best episode is called just the theme song alone. The best episode is where called. Where will you find me? And where will I be? Um, the the best episode is called Space Vampire. I've found, and it's about a vampire from space. Yeah, he's got a big, he's got a big head and a big unibrow, mm-hmm. and uh, I remember that. It was crazy though, because you know I was such a little kid when this came on, but I remember watching that and being really kind of freaked out by the space space vampire. So that is everybody call him Grandpa. There's not everything vampire is fucking monsters. Is not no, but I mean we're just oh, fine. there's That's connections. True. Yeah, and I think it's that not, I think the Munsters was did the original. You guys actually know that Bram Stoker's Dracula, the original IP for it, was a spec script from the Munsters. Yeah, I don't think that's yeah, that's, that's not, not it true. Was, I mean, it was a, it was a play then. for sure. Yeah, so it but it was because right. the Munsters. Yeah, right. Everyone knows that. Right. <laughs> I don't right. think that that. And then to capitalize, the Transylvania accent is really just uh, something like two Polish guys in a Burbank. Yeah, ba- <laughs> based off characters that were originally invented in Buck Rogers in 1932. <laughs> so. Technic- oh, it's all. It's, oh, yeah. Uh, well, that's that's all I have on the uh, part three of the Glenn A. Larsonasans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do we have? Do you have a tease for the how we're going to close out the series, Mike? The next, the the we're going to close it out with a with a, a couple shows. We're going to wrap into one, but next week we've got oh, a nice. we've got a good. And every show, I will say, every show that we've talked about so far has made a very young version of me horny. Oh, Aaron Gray, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm telling you this right now, it's making a the oldest I've ever been so far version of me pretty horny, too. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, so, Shane, if people want to track down your comedy stylings, how would they do that? Well, I'd love to tell you, but I can't. <laughs> I... Uh, <laughs> I joined a, a pro union uh, comedy comedian union for uh, streaming rights, and now everything's been stripped off the goddamn internet, and I'm really <laughs> regretting it. Uh, oh, no. uh, and I like I'm so pro union, but goddamn it, if they don't if they don't get something done soon, I'm going to have to quit and just kind of sell out and get. <laughs> I need the exposure. I uh, do you don't have a Twitter or anything? Uh, no, I'm off uh, social media completely. Yeah, I'm on Twitter. Oh wow. No. Well, I, I found your I found your album on uh, Apple Music. I bet it's on Spotify too. It's not on Spotify. Least, right? I, I took it down. Oh wow. Because I fought the man. <laughs> you guys, if you if Mike Good wanted you, you, if you want to take your shit down in solidarity and uh, <laughs> stop working for the war machine, you let me know. You know, I, uh, yeah, I mean, you joke, but I'm I've considered the Spotify end of it because the streaming is so low. But it's that same thing of like, well, I don't know. I, I, people it's it's such a it's a it's such a shitty fucking toss-up to have yes to, it is. to have to do that to like <sighs> that's a different talk Let's yeah not, yeah I that's a whole that. other <laughs> podcast uh 
Shane is a comedian.com for all your Shane Torres needs. I got a merch store open up finally. Uh, you get anxious and oh, angry. Thanks. If you go to them, they'll oh, have nice. A- anxious and angry. That's where gamblers and Dracula's have all their stuff. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan's the best. He's a good guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Come see me live. And then I have the podcast with Kanae at no accounting for taste, uh, where we defend the malign things such as the monsters. You're a hero. Yeah. You can come on anytime, <laughs> Brian. And, and, and I love that. And did you say that it is uh Shane is a comedian.com? Is that yes. your is that the, the site to find? And there are tour dates and whatnot on there. Yes, and there is ways to locate you. Yep. And awesome. Shane Taurus is across all social media platforms. Taurus with an S. Nice. Yeah. And two R's and a T and an O and an E. <laughs> so <laughs> that wraps us up another week at the International News Service. Find us across social media at International News Pod. Email us at internationalnewspod at gmail.com. At your next company drug retreat, play a little INS because we need stoned corporate sponsors. Check out the INS merch store at Redbubble and our Patreon. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the International News Service. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. INS, the news you need.